Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon. College bowl season has started, Tony. What does that mean to you? Tony Kornheiser, it means getting bumped to ESPN2. We've been downgraded. I, I didn't even wear pants today. I mean, I oh, just, it wasn't working. There's a, there's a no. thought. There's, a, there's, a, there's some imagery to start the show with. You didn't watch the bowl game? ESPN2. You didn't watch USTA versus no. Troy or somebody? Huh? U.S. What is U.S.T.A.? What exactly is that? Texas Army. United States, Tennessee, something or other. Welcome to PTI, boys and girls. Okay. In today's episode, the World Cup final. The Yankees land a top starter, and Kendrick Perkins joins us for five good minutes. But we begin today with the San Francisco 49ers going on the road in a short week and dominating Seattle. Brock Purdy played with an oblique injury and played well. The 49ers defense, which leads the NFL in only allowing 15 points a game, only allowed 13 points. The 49ers, now down to their third-string quarterback, have clinched the division. Kyle Shanahan called Purdy, and I'm quoting here, the most poised rookie I've ever had. Wilbon, what do you call him? Well, I, you know, I don't need to put a label on him after two games, but, you know, he started two and he's won two, and, but Kyle Shanahan deserves major applause, a standing ovation, he and his staff. For what we talked about yesterday, Tony, and I thought he should play. You didn't. I thought he should. I did not. But protect him. Protect him. Run the safest plays you've got in your head. And Kyle Shanahan has literally a million plays in his head. So protect him. Run the ball. Have quick hitters. You're not going to have seven-step drops and him loading up to throw it 50 yards down the field. You don't need that. And the 49ers can win with that defense and Purdy playing this way. i tell you what he is. He's encouraging. I mean, he's not okay. throwing the ball, you know, putting it in places where receivers are cringing. Jerry Rice once told me about that. He said, you don't want to play when you're a receiver and you're running difficult and dangerous routes. You don't want the ball here. You need it on a slant pass here so your arms can protect you. And it seems like this rookie, rookie or not, Mr. Irrelevant or not, he understands that already. He's putting it where his players yeah. feel confident playing with him, and Kyle Shanahan feels comfortable calling a game for him. Good for them. So you're looking at a guy who seven weeks ago sat here after the Christian McCaffrey trade and said San Francisco was going to be in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Now, I didn't know Jimmy Garoppolo was going to go out, but Brock Purdy, in a small sample so far, has looked as good, if not better, than Jimmy Garoppolo. And no I don't want to get carried away, Mike, but there was a play last night. Uh, first quarter play, it ended up a pass over the left middle to Kittle, and it ended up as a touchdown for Kittle. Yes. And Brock Purdy faked to the right and faked to the left Ro- and threw it to Kittle to right. on a line, and it looked like Joe Montana. They're about the same size. It looked like the same move. Now, do I think a good defensive coordinator can get tape on him and figure out how to stop him? Well, of course I do, because if you couldn't stop him, he wouldn't have been the last pick in the draft. But this is a year, Mike, this is a year where we have looked at backup quarterbacks, yeah. like Zappy 
and Mike White and Taylor Heineke and Cooper Rush and now a backup. And that's honestly what Baker Mayfield is looking for, you know, resurrection this year. I'm not betting against this kid. I'm not betting against no, this kid. From not what at this we've point. seen, Tony, there's no reason to do that. The World Cup final starts and finishes before NFL action begins Sunday morning. We've got Lionel Messi in Argentina against Kylian Mbappe in France. Tony, what would the bigger storyline be to you? Messi winning his first cup or France winning its second straight? So I've actually thought about this, and I'm sure you have too, because we were sports writers for many years in our lives. And when you're a sports writer and you go to a big event, you ask yourself, sometimes I used to ask myself out loud because I'm rather crazy, what is the best outcome for the column? Who is going to be the biggest star here? And the answer 100% is Messi. It's Messi. Of course it's Messi. Not to me. Because Messi has a chance at complete redemption here so that people like you, Mike, have to eat it if he actually wins the World Cup. Or... He leaves here with a permanent rain cloud over him because he had chances. This is the last chance. This is the last dance. And he doesn't win from a country that has won World Cups before. Yeah, France before. is a great if-win story because if-win, they're the first team in 60 years to repeat. But if-lose, eh. So to me, the biggest story would be messy either way. To me, it's close. But I'm going to go with France. Tony... Messi's already been declared really? the greatest of all time. People like you. But not you, if he doesn't win a World Cup. He's, no, no, not that people let like me, me. Let me repeat you what people. I just said. Let me repeat what uh-huh. I just said. Messi has already been declared the greatest of all time. 80% of the people who assess, Tony, all I've done is watch these games and read. Every game I'm watching, I'm reading somebody from somewhere from South America, some great soccer writer, from England, some great soccer writer, from the U.S. And they got Messi being the greatest of all time. So if he's the damn greatest of all time, he doesn't need to win. But let me just say this. If Kylian Mbappe wins, you know who he goes down with? He goes down with a guy named Pelé, who I would say and suggest very strongly is the greatest of all time. So France going back-to-back for the first time since Brazil would be the bigger story, the cooler story, the sexier story. And it would fly right in the face of all the know-it-alls who have Messi as the greatest of all time already, even though his resume doesn't include the crown jewel. Well, you couldn't be more wrong on that particular theory. But there would be one really great story if your boy Benzema came off a flight and had the winning goal. And he took the place of Olivier Giroud, of whom he has said the following quote, I am a Formula One car and he is a go-kart. How great a quote is that? We move now to baseball. My God. Carlos Rodon just agreed to a six-year, $162 million contract with the New York Yankees, the third most money ever given to a left-hander behind Clayton Kershaw and David Price. Rodon settles in behind Garrett Cole, who himself is working on a 324 million-dollar contract. Wilbon, what do you think the Yankees can count on from Rodon? The irony there is, it seems to me always like, if you find a left-handed starter, so there are no lefties, that lefties shouldn't be paid more than righties when they're rarer, they're harder to find. At that level now, Rodon is not at the top, top level. Tony, we've seen brilliance from Rodon, um, and we've seen a lot of injury time missed. 
So, I mean, right. look, the Yankees had to take all of that into account before they spent the money. But as we know, nobody's going to, you know, need to hold, you know, what is that when they raise money on the Internet and they raise money on for, for some team, for somebody who needs that it? Go fund me. Yeah, go, go fund, fund me. me. Nobody's going to need go fund me for the me. New York Yankees, nor you either. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. you and Messi. He's 30 years old. He's, He's got He's time to be brilliant again, Tom, but we don't know if he can be out there. That's the problem. He's in his prime, and he's a lefty in Yankee Stadium, which is the best side to be a lefty on when you're in Yankee Stadium because you don't have to worry about right field at that point. And in the last two years with the White Sox and with San Francisco, he's 27-13 with a 2.65 ERA. Yes. And last year he had the highest ratio of strikeout standings, 12, 12 strikeouts per nine. But as you mentioned, and there's always a but, he gets hurt all the time. Shoulder surgery, Tommy John surgery, Mike. He might, he might be a great pitcher, but the White Sox and the Giants let him go let him in the go. last two years yeah. after two good years. And he had yeah. 30 starts last year for the first time. Look, the most fragile thing in, in a baseball team is a starting pitcher's arm. And if you ask me how I know that, I give you two words, Steven Strasburg. I, I mean, Chris Sale hasn't come back yet. Justin Verlander comes back, wins a Cy Young from Tommy John. Jacob DeGrom is day to day to day every single day. Case. You don't know. But real you know, so high note don't tone know. Is, it's a high note. It is when he hits it. Oh, I understand. Maybe he's CC Sabathia, the last big lefty signing who was 40 and 15 in his first two years there. Or maybe he's Bad- Madison Bumgarner, who's 15 and 29 since he left the Giants. Let's take a break. Coming up, we'll ask Kendrick Perkins what he'd be thinking to himself if he were Steph Curry's teammate right now. We'll also ask him whether it's time to start taking, well, here we go, the Brooklyn Nets. Seriously. Let me go back Seriously. to Purdy, Mike. Mistakes are made. Tom Brady was a sixth-round pick. Yeah. Johnny Unitas, a ninth-round pick cut in training camp. Mistakes are made. Oh, here Johnny Unitas was much later than that. 19th round. 19th, not ninth. I thought it was ninth. Really? Unitas was much later. 19th round. PTI fans, listen up. Have you heard you can listen to episodes of this very show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership? That's right. All your favorite PTI episodes can be heard on Amazon Music ad-free. But that's not all. You can listen to other top podcasts like The Low Post and First Take ad-free as well. They also have your favorite shows like The Daily, Part of My Take, and Up First, all without ads. You know what this means. Uninterrupted listening, so no more cliffhangers. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts, so we know they definitely have something for you. And it's already included in your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to Amazon.com slash PTI. That's Amazon.com slash PTI to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com. 
We've got some NBA questions for our great friend from NBA Today, Mr. Kendrick Perkins. And that thing behind him is allegedly a basketball, but it looks like he's in outer space. <laughs> That's the coolest thing I've ever seen. He's blasted <laughs> off. Uh, let's start with this. Let's say you were on the Warriors team right now, and you just lost Steph Curry for what they say is a few weeks, or it could be more. Wilbon says you've had this elbow injury yourself. I so remember. what are you thinking to yourself? What are you thinking shoulder. to yourself, and what are you saying to your teammates? Yeah, shoulder, I'm sorry. What are you saying to your teammates, and what are you saying to the media? Well, you know what? I mean, to my teammates, I'm saying this is a time for us to even come together even more. And, like, everybody starts to realize or point the finger and say, you know what? Jordan Poole needs to step up. No, Andrew Wiggins needs to step up. No, Draymond Green needs to step up. Like, no, everybody needs to come together collectively and elevate their game. That's how you get it done when one of your superstars is out, right? You go out there, you compete hard. Steve Kerr got to do a great job of putting guys in position to be successful. And that's how you're going to overcome this. Going to overcome this with togetherness, playing with effort on the defensive end, getting those numbers back up because they rock bottom right now. So if you're the Warriors, don't blame one person or look for one person to to elevate their game. They got to do it as a team. We'll move to something else that I know you were big on last year. You were like the first guy on the Grizzlies. They crushed the Bucs last night, as you know, by 41 points. A game, a game ahead of the Pelicans in the West. Pelicans or Grizzlies? It's a new year. Which one of those two do you think has the edge right now? Can they, can they win the West, either one of them? You know I'm not going against G12, John Morant. <laughs> Look, when it comes down to going to the dark side or the dark that they call themselves, this team has championship written all over it. Now, do I have them picked to win it? No. But can they come out of the West? Yes. Just think about it. Last year, I thought they should have beat Golden State. They would have beat Golden State if John Morant wouldn't have got hurt, but they're deep. They got two defensive anchor centers down low and big Steven Adams and Jaron Jackson Jr., who's been blocking the hell out of shots. They got Tyus Jones, who, in my opinion, is the best backup point guard in the NBA. They got Desmond Baines, who has been out. But when he comes back, he's shown us what he's capable of doing. Dylan Brooks has now turned into that two-way player that we grown to love two years ago. And can we not say enough about Ja Morant, right? The combination of Russell Westbrook, the combination has the ability, skill set of Kyrie Irving, along with the passing ability of Rajon Rondo. This guy is a superstar, and he rises to the occasion, and he has the pieces around him, and they're well coached. Your old team, the Celtics, get Robert Williams back tonight. He was really important to last year's team. Kendrick, the Celtics are already in first place without him playing. Is he going to be that important to this year's Celtics team? Yes. Yes. Look, the Celtics wouldn't get to the, to the Eastern Conference Finals if they don't have Robert Williams. Robert Williams is that defensive anchor and that shot blocker that allows Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, and Marcus Smart to pressure up on those guards on the perimeter. When you have a guy back there that athletic that's altering shots, it changed your whole landscape of your defense offensively. He is a dynamic roller, a live threat at the basket. So with him being that, that type of guy that rolls to the basket with that type of force, 
It opens up driving lanes and it also opened up wide open three point shooting because you have to account for him diving to the basket. Robert Williams is everything for this team. And I think we saw that when they played against the Golden State Warriors and Clippers when they took those losses on the West Coast trip. Okay, we'll get you out of here on this. I get really tired of talking about the Lakers, and I get really tired of talking about the Nets. But the Nets have won four in a row and eight out of ten. Have they actually convinced you, convinced you, that they are together now and they're a real team? Well, I got to straddle the fence on this one, Tony, because they have and they haven't, right? I, I look at Jock uh, Vaughn and the hell of a job he has done, you know, holding them accountable. And, and I'm watching those guys scramble around defensively and sharing the ball on the offensive end. But then they haven't because they really haven't beat anybody, right? And when I say beat anybody, I'm looking at the top-tier teams. That's who I measure the Brooklyn Nets against. So I can't just jump on their wave and say, oh, they have have figured it out. They arrived. They're ready for the moment. I can't say that. But what I will say is they're taking baby steps because where they were about a month ago, we didn't know what was about to happen. So I got to give a lot of credit to where they at now, but I'm not about to jump on the fence and say that they arrived. Good, because I'm tired of talking about them and the Lakers. Thank you, Perk, as (laughs) always. Thank you. Appreciate you. Appreciate y'all, legends. Thank y'all for having me. Let's take one last break. Still to come, the Jets decide who'll be starting a quarterback against the Lions on Sunday. And how would uh, a foot or two of snow impact the Dolphins' chance of winning in Buffalo tomorrow? They got seven feet about a month ago. They're going to get between a foot and two feet now. My God, you used to live real close to that. You were really in Yeah, but we were not in... Yeah, no, we were not in the snow belt in Binghamton. No, 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 no. Not like Rochester and Buffalo. Like they- Vivid Seats wants to get you to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, and game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part? Each transaction is a step toward a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats rewards. Score unbeatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code PTI. That's code PTI. Visit vividseats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news! Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Part of the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Happy time, people. Happy 30th birthday tomorrow, Buddy Heald. Heald was the Wooden Award winner at Oklahoma in 2016 as the best player in college, taken number six overall by New Orleans in the draft, but traded to Sacramento during his rookie year. After six seasons in Sacramento, Heald was traded to Indiana, where he's averaging 18 points a game. Heald is a career 39% shooter from three. All summer long, Heald was a subject of speculation that he would wind up with the Lakers because he's exactly what the Lakers need, a guard who can shoot, unlike what they have now in Russell Westbrook. Because that made so much sense, it didn't happen. Indiana is better this season with Heald, and the Lakers are worse without him. 
Yeah, it's all true, but that the trade could still happen. Weird things happen, uh, particularly with the Lakers. They have not wanted to give up one of those two first-round draft picks, I think years 27 and 29, included in some package that Indiana or anybody else would want back. But Buddy Heald, I, I mean, I don't understand why people don't find him more valuable. I, I still really like Buddy Heald, and the Lakers ought to like him too. They don't want to give up a first-round pick in 2029? Happy yeah. anniversary, 72 Dolphins. On this day 50 years ago, the Dolphins beat the Baltimore Colts to finish the regular season 14-0. Dolphins went on to win three playoff games, including a 14-7 win over Washington in the Super Bowl to wrap up the only perfect season in NFL history. Every year since, the surviving Dolphins toast the team that beats the last unbeaten team. This year was Washington beating Philadelphia to make the Eagles 8-1, and and Larry Zonka posted a picture of himself raising a glass. The longest the Dolphins had to wait was 2007, when the Patriots were 16-0 in the regular season and got to 18-0 in the playoffs going into the Super Bowl, where they were undone by the Giants and David Tyree cradling the ball to his helmet. Yeah, Tony, I had hopes, of course, through about week 11 or 12, that the 85 Chicago Bears would force the Dolphins never to have that champagne toast. Let me ask you this real quickly. Who's your favorite yep. member of the 72 unbeaten Dolphins? Might be Bonaconti. Might be him okay. or Zonka. Paul Might Warfield be. for me, I think. Bonaconti's way up there. Okay. Happy trails to Mike White playing on Sunday. Jets team doctors won't clear White for contact ahead of Sunday's game against the Lions. Ooh. So Zach Wilson will get the start. Wilson was benched for White a few weeks ago after Wilson had a particularly lousy game against New England and then declined to take any responsibility for it, not earning him any friends in the Jets' locker room. To that point, Wilson had completed a league-worst 55.6% of his passes, four touchdowns, five interceptions. Jets coach Robert Sala always maintained that Wilson, the overall number two pick in the draft a year ago, would get another chance. And now with White's ribs hurting, he is getting it. Speaking of Wilson's, Russell Wilson is going to be out as well this week, Tony. The Jets quarterback drama, I got to tell you, I understand why that would matter to you and my dear friend Greeny since you two are Jets people going back to your birth. But for the rest of us, enough. A melancholy trails to Louis Orr, or who was part of Jim Beheim's first great recruiting class at Syracuse, has died at 64. Orr and Roosevelt Bowie were known as the Louis and Bowie Show. Mm. And together they pushed Syracuse to national prominence. Orr went on to play eight years in the NBA, mostly with the Knicks. After that, he was the head coach at Siena, Seton Hall and Bowling Green twice making the NCAA tournament. Jim Beheim told Syracuse.com, quote, it's a real hard one. It's really difficult. He was really one of the best of all of us, unquote. Tony, a, a really good coach, a really good guy, it seemed. The few times I was around him and I liked listening to him, and I can only imagine how difficult this is for Jim Beheim, who I'm sure, like you, I, I thought of immediately. One correction, Johnny Unitas was indeed a ninth-round pick, not a 19th-round pick. Where did pick. I get that? 19 rounds. Where did I get baseball. the 19th round? Who knows? 19th nervous breakdown. Let's go to the big finish. Let's do Brittany it. Brittany Griner says she intends to play for the Mercury this season. Your thoughts? There's only one thought. Great. Can't wait to see her playing. I, I mean, that returns her to some normalcy in a life that has had so much drama and trouble. Good for her. Good for the league. Good for the rest of us. Dolphins and Bills tomorrow night. Who you got? I got the Bills. It's going to be two feet of snow. Everybody but Chuck Todd's got the Bills. 
Men's college hoops tomorrow. Number five, Houston, and number two, Virginia. Who do you favor? How about Virginia back up there at the top of the polls, Tony, again? You know who I favor. Bahamas Bowl earlier today. UAB beat Miami of Ohio. Did you have that? No, I didn't have that. I didn't know there was a bowl game. But now that I do, tonight I'm going to wear a Tommy Bahama shirt. Last one, my Knicks and your Bulls tonight. Are you ready to lose again? With apologies to Tibbs and Derrick Rose and Jalen Brunson, all good Chicago guys, the Bulls are going to beat the Knicks by 20 tonight. Write it down. We'll talk about it on Monday. I hope so. 20. I hope we can. We're out of time. We'll try and do better the next time. And I'm Tony Kornheiser. I don't hate the Knicks because you know I love the guys I mentioned. Have a great weekend, Knuckleheads. We're back on the Deuce Monday. Must be more bowl activity. And remember to check out NBA Countdown tonight at 7 Eastern. Why are we on ESPN2 all the time? What did we do? Bowl games. They never go away.